The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This hour is sponsored by There is a Season. This is WHIO's Consumer Warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. There is a season turn, 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 and a time to And welcome to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf, And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Thank you for joining us today. If you've been here before, then we very much appreciate you coming back. If this is your first time with us, well, get set for an hour like no other on the radio. Because here is where we deal with the important everyday stuff. Whether the news out there is tragic or triumphant, as it has been here in the last 24 hours, Uh, We know you have very important everyday concerns in your life about the changes facing you and your loved ones, and that you think about your life and the choices you make as you get older. It's because of those things that this show is born. We know change and aging has its rewards and, of course, its challenges. Here is a place we talk about them, and hopefully we can provide you some insight and inspiration along the way. And what makes our show even better is when you, the listener, share your insight and inspiration with us And it's easy to do so. You can call 457-1290 and connect with us right here in the studio today. That's 937-457-1290. Now, you could also write to us anytime at Bob and Gloria at thereisaseasonshow.com or by regular snail mail at There Is A Season, care of WHIO Radio, 1611 South Main Street, Dayton, Ohio, 454 Also, be sure to share our program with others around the country or the world by encouraging them to listen at 9 a.m. Eastern Time to WHIO.com. That's the uh, streaming uh, streaming version of the show. Or you can also find us on the iHeartRadio app. We have podcasts of the programs, and we'll tell you about that a little bit later on. So we've done quite a few programs on caregiving over the years, Mm -hmm. and you and I, Bob, have both been caregivers for quite a while in our lives in one way, shape, or form, right? And one of the things that we've discussed frequently is what we see quite often in our senior population. And that is that individuals often struggle to find meaning and purpose later in life. Mm -hmm. Part of this may be due to personality or health or fortune, misfortune or circumstance. Part of it may be a lack of social connectedness and thus relevance. Yes, a lack of uh, social connectedness, especially, especially compared to what uh, any one of us may have enjoyed early in our, earlier in our lives can alter the way we see ourselves, and that can affect our, our sense of worth, our sense of meaning. Yeah, and it doesn't just affect the seniors, as we'll share today um, in our show. But uh, today we are going to talk about that lost sense of meaning and how it seemingly has been gobbled up by the curse of modern loneliness. There are a couple of articles that we're going to share with you today or elements of them that that get into this whole topic of loneliness, a little different than what we've discussed here in the past. And one of them is by uh, Michael Hendricks, titled Lonely America. And he, he gets into it this way, which is kind of an interesting take on the whole thing. He held his phone close, eyes searching for privacy. The man scarcely noticed the subway riders around him, nor the 90 year old man the 90-year-old artist who was sketching his hunched frame from across the train. In the seven decades since Alex Katz first drew the outlines of commuters on New York City's early morning trains, the chattering riders and newspapers had all but gone. In their place were people who rode alone together, the light in their eyes reflecting the glow of their phones. In his cover art for the New York magazine, Katz hints at a profound change drawn across America over the course of his life, one that has profound implications for us, our communities, and our politics. America is increasingly a lonely nation. The proportion of American adults who say they are lonely has increased from 20% to 40% since the 1980s. Roughly 43 million adults over the age of 45 are estimated to suffer from chronic loneliness. The unmarried and uncommitted to community report higher rates of loneliness with the casualty likely being a two-way street. 
Prosperity has afforded our independence from neighbors and networks. But the relational and emotional collateral damage has fallen hardest on those least able to afford it. Put another way, an isolation of affluence is indelibly marking modern society. Consider that just three decades ago, the typical American had little um, had a little over three close friends. Now today, he or she barely has one confidant. Often someone's closest companion, sadly, is staring at him in the mirror. It is surely no coincidence that the average household is growing smaller and older. In fact, over a quarter of Americans now live alone, up from 13% in 1960, and increasingly, especially after the Great Recession. Now, friend groups where they exist are smaller and narrower than in the past. When Americans do confide in someone else, they are more likely to look inward to kin rather than outward to community. Social networks are increasingly folding in on the nuclear family. Yet marriage and family formation are becoming less a rite of passage and more a mark of privilege. About half of American adults are married. This this will point up to why there's so much isolation right here, just this one stat. Around half of American adults are married, down from 72% in 1960. That's a significant drop. And their age of matrimony is increasingly past the age at which men and women begin to lose friends, which is roughly around age 25. The stability of their unions, whether they stay together or have children, is increasingly a function of income. As family formation becomes a luxury amenity, isolation is more likely to be a province of the poor. This tide of autonomy is washing over the shoals of society. Those who shrug at faith, especially middle-aged mainliners and unaffiliated millennials, as Pew Research has found, are simply going their own way rather than gathering in a community. Modern religious life, as with nearly every social institution in America today, is increasingly subsumed by an ethic of expressive individualism, and this autonomy is manifested and reinforced in a myriad way in myriad ways of modern American life, whether it be the three quarters of Americans commuting alone in their cars or the personalized worlds of smartphones, social media, and video games. And we've we've covered the whole uh, digital media thing here a number of times in the last several years uh, when we've done the digital addiction programs. And I just had a couple of snapshots here of some statistics which which bear this out. The average time spent with major media per day in the United States as of September 2017. This is very recent. Okay, television still as a single medium, the top one, believe it or not, with almost four hours a day by the average American, four, day, four hours. Now, in, in this survey, by the way, uh, and well, actually in the next one too that I'm going to talk about real quick, uh, if you do two things at once, which was not always the case in our generation growing up, we tend to do like do television or we were doing radio, right? Right. Now with all the multitasking, somebody's got a phone in their lap and they're watching their favorite show and maybe they've got a laptop open for a computer, you know, working right. on homework, you know, they, they basically count all of those as separate and then add them together, Okay. So you get four hours for TV, and then the next two categories, mobile devices plus online laptop or desktop computers, accounts for another five hours. There's nine hours of media consumption right there by the average person. And the one that here uh, that you and I have talked a lot about is the digital component of this. In 2011, the average amount of time with digital media was about three and a half hours in 2011. Now, it's almost six hours. That's an incredible increase from three and a half to six. Right. And, I, and I'm, I'm wondering if that adds up all the, the quick glances all day long or the very quick, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not just staring at it, but. Well, they, yeah, there's, they break out uh, what people do, social networks. They pull up video. They actually, some people listen to, to radio through their through yes. mobile devices. Yes. And then they get down into all the other traditional ones, TV, radio, print, believe it or not, uh, still down here, such that they have a total consumption of people of 12 hours a day of media. And we're supposed and, to sleep about eight or nine. So that well, does not leave, but a couple of hours, two to three hours of anything but media or your sleep. Yeah. So, right? so yeah. So when we, we talk about this whole thing about affluence, we talk about, uh, you know, we have our own cars, we have our own, our own houses and we have our own digital toys and so forth. It's a lot about what's entertaining us, what's keeping us um, 
uh, separated from other people, not necessarily what's putting us together. Right. And and even when we're in our cars with our families, everybody's connected yeah, to something <laughs> to else, something else yeah, but you, not to each other. Remember that one commercial was done by, um, I don't know if it was Time Warner or Spec, whatever they're called nowadays, or, or one of those big companies. And they were actually advertising in the commercial how the family can do four different things in different parts yeah, of the house. Yeah, and they show everybody on a different device and it all, yeah. the speeds are higher or whatever. And yeah, everyone's all that. jazzed about that. I'm looking at this going, and that's a good We're thing? very disconnected as families. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, loneliness is an emotional response to a rending of the fabric of American society. Why the isolation? Well, the reasons are complex, but the story they weave is simple. The ties that bind us have come unwound in the face of enormous change. The movement from agrarian life to industry coincided with a shift away from the family and toward the individual as the basic unit of society and the economy. Our politics were downstream of these changes and embedded a healthy tension between a liberal individualism and a moral communitarianism, both oriented toward liberty. Now we appear to be entering a disoriented new era of hyper-individualism and radical diversity. And this next line was something you pointed out I here. did. I thought this is so true. And, and some people this, may not really know what this is, but today we have we live uh, Spotify live. Mm-hmm. Spotify is the service where you can kind of custom tailor whatever, to, your music selections your and so forth. Your own personal right. like, likes and Yeah, and they're not the only choices. ones that have that. I mean, right. there's a lot of ways you can do the same thing. Right. Uh, but there's full of options to cater to our every whim. Mm-hmm. We've liberated our desires from want of choice and given voice to our own identities. Just a glance at our phone instantly widens the horizon of the self. Yeah. Yet this freedom has come at a cost of our cultural and economic order. Family, faith, community. These are the reserves of liberty. They've suffered tremendous losses, particularly since the 1960s and 70s. So, you know, this is kind of the heart of where we're going with this. And there's, there's a lot more we're going to share here. You've heard us chat just a little bit about this morning. This is the article by Michael Hendricks, this first one called Lonely America. But we want to know, what do you think is going on? Do you know someone who is lonely? If you think about all the factors that we talked about here, you talked about the change in the economy, right? Uh, we've talked about changes in technology. We've talked about some of our attitudes. Uh, we, we're going to get into all of that in a little bit more, but we're also going to talk about how loneliness can significantly impact your health. All of that is ahead, and we'd love to hear you weigh in today. Call early. That's what we always advise. 457-1290. 937-457-1290 when we continue. You are listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When it comes to catching a big one, luck is on your side at Miami Valley Gaming. Because on May 26, you could win a brand new fishing boat or 20 grand. Now that's a catch. So get ready to catch the excitement and come down to Miami Valley Gaming May 26th and you could reel in a brand new boat or $20,000 cash. <laughs> See player services for complete rules. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the gambling helpline at 1-800-589-9966. Hi, I'm Danielle from Burns Garden Center where we've been growing healthy plants right here in the Miami Valley for three generations. We're here to assist you with the plants and knowledge that will produce incredible eye-popping gardens. You've got to see our amazing selection of trees, shrubs, veggies, herbs, annuals, and perennials. This weekend, only at Burns, a 24-count flat of beautiful flowers for $10. Get them while they last. Come visit us in Beaver Creek and Middletown. You've got to see Burns. Could you retire sooner than you think and with greater financial security? Hello, I'm David Gaylor, president of Tradewinds Financial Group. I'm also the author of Income Allocation. You will learn strategies to create a dependable, sustainable, and predictable income stream for your retirement. You'll also learn critical information about the two risks you must manage for a successful retirement. Learn more about these strategies and give Tradewinds Financial Group a call. 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. This is Robin Trzynski of the Original Mattress Factory. Interested in that half-off mattress sale? Don't be. Most retailers are just promoting half-off a completely made-up price loaded with huge markups. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have never had a sale. Our hand-built quality and value are there every day, 
and our prices don't change. So take your time and purchase only when you're ready. Don't buy into the half-off sale hype. It simply isn't real. The original mattress factory, thoughtfully made, honestly priced. Whether you're a young athlete, active adult, or weekend warrior, the Orthopedic Institute of Dayton is there when your body needs repair. Like a trusted friend you can rely on, OID has been providing care to patients in Dayton and surrounding communities since 1971 with services like sports medicine, spinal care, total joint replacement, hand, foot, and ankle, along with MRIs and physical therapy with a team of dedicated fellowship-trained physicians with you every step of the way. So remember, the Orthopedic Institute of Dayton. To learn more, visit orthodayton.com. We'll see the chance for a few more showers, maybe a couple of thunderstorms once again today with the better chances coming later this afternoon into the evening hours. The stronger storms will look to stay off to our east. It will once again be a warm and breezy day with highs in the middle to upper 70s. We should dry out overnight tonight. I'm Dubai Dish Brett Call or the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95 7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie ups, depend on us for up to the minute information. AM 1290 and News 957WHIO. Hey, good morning and welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. 457 1290 is the number to call if you'd like to join us today. If you're thinking of calling earlier is always better as we often run out of time for calls later in the program yes we do and so let's hop uh, on board we'll get our first caller on here this is david calling listening to us uh, remotely here from san francisco good morning david yeah greetings yeah we got on just a little bit ago hey i you know i out here i work on hazardous waste issues so i was real interested when i heard you talking about the mortality and the uh, style of living so to speak of of people and um I uh, was wondering, is there uh, uh, the demographics of the areas that were studied, is it you're just a given county, or are you talking more nationwide? Hey, David, I'm wondering if, we're listening, if you're talking about the same program, because we weren't, we weren't really getting into the demographics of geography so much. We're talking here this morning on our program about loneliness. Well, that's what I was interested in, because, you know, as I understand it, Say, like, when ancient Rome fell apart, they said that it was lead in the water, and it made people sluggish and mean, and uh, they had quick tempers. They had, they had lead, lead poisoning causes certain conditions, which might be similar to a depression, although it could be different, right? So I'm just wondering, in the demographics that you're using, are there various cancer clusters nearby, or are there various medical, uh, you know, pollution issues that might induce some of these same uh, symptoms? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I appreciate the call. That That's uh, that's an interesting take. We've actually had conversations sometimes in other programs. We've talked about other maladies like cancer and things like that and whether there are geographic clusters of that. As it pertains to loneliness, our research doesn't point to any particular clusters uh, or reasons cluster. although there has been some research uh, not so much a, based on a physiological thing but there has been a lot of writing in the past about what goes on in larger cities that a lot of times the competition for resources in transportation in living space and so forth leads to a, a, ironically more loneliness because people are thrust together in these tight spaces and have to fight for their own amount of liberty and safety. And then so, so the there loneliness is, can lead to more disease and yeah, you know, chronic yeah, issues so, such so, as cancer and or other maladies. Yeah, so there is some geographic uh, element to this, um, but nothing that I've actually heard tied so much to you know lead or anything else uh, physiological. Uh, let's welcome Bernie from Kettering. Bernie, good morning. How are you? How are you? All right. Well, my thing is, I've always done things with people, and even with technology and computers and looking on the Internet to get information about something, uh, whenever, like, I meet with my group here, uh, we talk about things to, while we're together, and you can look something up, and, well, yeah, this is about health, or this, that, or the other thing, and I just don't believe in using all these modern things to you know, increase loneliness. In other words, do things together. Go go places. Do things. You know, be social. And use the technology as an adjunct to that. Mm-hmm. As opposed to being the, the focus of it. Exactly. It's like food, the same way. Use the food as a social gathering. Uh, don't use it as the, old, as, you know, as the end all. You know, same thing. Right. 
And like, where, where have we seen that, uh, Bernie? When we've talked about this before, Gloria, we, we've talked about kids getting in a room, a lot of young people, and they could be across the room from their friend, but instead of talking to that oh, person, they're actually texting so on their device. This is so common with even young kids. As young, I read as second or third grade at slumber parties, girls, they, it's, it's sad. You know, they're in sleeping bags across from each other and they're, they're texting one another. Right. I'm sorry. There right. is something wrong with that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Bernie, to be out and be with people also keeps us mobile, which is becoming so important. It is always important, but it's becoming a thing of the past. And we're we're looking at um, mobility issues due to obesity. People aren't moving. People are not getting out. They're not with people. There are so many things that we're going to face in our future. Well, and the social, the social aspects of it also creates good things such as more serotonin and oxytocin. That's right. Less depression. All these things are good. And I'm with a singing group, and I go to Latrim, and I do everything I can to keep myself healthy and going. And I know the technology exists, but it should help serve that purpose. That's right. That's Very right. good, Bernie. That's the way I see things. You're, you're always you, astute Bernie. with your insight. Thank you. All right, Bob. Thanks. Have a good weekend. You'd bet. Bye-bye. Bye. So we're talking here about loneliness today and, and uh, an article here uh, about, from, from uh, Michael Hendricks. And so all of these things are kind of in play here. Is it our affluence that's created it? You know, everything from the big move to suburbia that went on over the last several decades, you know, following World War II and so forth. A lot of people moved out. The cities got farther expanded. Is it technology? The fact that everyone's got these digital things that are supposed to connect us, but actually allow us to sit in the dark on Facebook as opposed to calling somebody up or visiting them, right? Right. And, 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 you know, you look at the young people who are supposedly supposed to be interacting with our seniors that we're discussing. When we mentioned earlier, it's a twofold thing. So they're busy. Our seniors are not getting visits or any type of communication. And this is going to continue on with the next generations. It's yeah, going to be pro- everywhere. Probably not not with AI. Who needs anything else? You just talk to your there robot you friend. Yeah. So next up, right after the news, we're going to go deeper into this subject of loneliness, exploring its profound effect on our health, on our spirit and our lives. We'll talk about how, ironically, loneliness can beget more loneliness in a downward spiral for many people. Got some ideas later on about how to make a difference in the life of someone you know who may struggle with loneliness also. Plus your calls to 457-1290 when we continue. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 930. I'm John Tisdale with the WHIO News Update. Our top story, the suspect in the Santa Fe High School shooting in Texas has been charged and denied bond. Staying warm through the weekend with a few more rounds of showers and storms. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO triple team traffic. Starting to see some wet driving conditions. Seeing that on eastbound 70 near the area of State Route 49. I'm not seeing that affecting our drive times at this time from that location. You're traveling eastbound 70 from State Route 49. The 19-mile trip to I-675 will take about 17 minutes point to point. Our top story, the suspect in the Santa Fe High School shooting in Santa Fe High School, Demetrios Pagortis, has been charged. You have been charged with capital murder? And you have been charged with um, aggravated assault against a public servant. I'm denying your bond on both charges. Ten people were killed in yesterday's shooting. We continue to learn more of what was on the shooter when he was uh, arrested. Police say that that teen had two weapons on him at the time, a shotgun and a pistol. They say that both belonged to his father and that both were acquired legally. Fox's Casey Stiegel with teen coverage in Ohio. Ohio Governor John Kasich has ordered all flags at Ohio public buildings public buildings to be flown at half-staff until sunset Tuesday uh, in, li- in light of the shootings in Texas. Well, it's official. Prince Harry and American actress Meghan Markle are now married. They have declared their marriage by the joining of hands and by the giving and receiving of rings. 
I therefore proclaim that they are husband and wife. The ceremony took place at St. George's Chapel in Windsor, England earlier this morning. The crowd outside roared as the royal couple emerged from the church and kissed at the top of the steps. You can watch live video on our website, whio.com. Harrison Township crews were dispatched to Riverside Drive early this morning on report of a vehicle crash. We were told that the vehicle lost control, the driver lost control and hit a tree. One person was hurt and taken to the hospital. Here's your Storm Center 7 forecast from meteorologist McCall Vrydek. She tells us that uh, it's going to be partly sunny with some scattered showers and some thunderstorms. They could develop later this afternoon with a high around 77. For tonight, as I'm looking at the uh, forecast as we speak, I'll pull that up in just a second. But uh, McCall tells us some breaks in the clouds, still mild and muggy with a low of 62. Then for tomorrow, a chance of a morning shower and storm, perhaps then partly sunny and warm, perhaps an isolated afternoon shower with a high of 82. The latest scan of the live Doppler 7 HD radar. We're seeing some showers starting to move in, continues to move into the Montgomery County area just to the west of Dayton, starting to see some cloud cover move in uh, just near the Dayton area. Showers moving in also into uh, Miami County just west of Troy. It is currently 60 is currently 70 degrees in beaver creek we currently have 68 degrees in springfield 69 degrees in dayton at 9 33 if news breaks we break in immediately i'm john tisdale on dayton's 24-hour news weather and traffic station am 1290 and news 95.7 whio depend on it one of the miami valley's favorite events is just days away soin llc and dayton international festival incorporated present the 45th annual a world affair friday may 18th through sunday may 20th at the dayton convention center downtown enjoy the largest international festival in ohio with over 30 countries represented in food, dance, costume, and cultural exhibits. Discover the International Beer Passport on Friday night. Plus, the Kenya Safari Acrobats are back. Advanced discount tickets available from participating organizations and from area Kroger stores. Siebenthaler's Garden Center, Far Hills, La Lama Place in Yellow Springs, and all area offices of AAA. Handicapped persons are admitted without charge Saturday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And free admission is offered to any active member of the military, including National Guard, with valid military ID. Friday, May 18th, 5 to 11. Saturday, May 19th, 11 to 11. And Sunday, May 20th, 11 to 6. Come and experience a world affair at the Dayton Convention Center. Find out more at aworldafair.com. Find new roads to savings at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. The intersection of Routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg is the place you'll find dependable transportation. Great deals, no doubt, every day. For a young family member driving to and from school, for a person who spends a lot of time working on the road, or a parent who doubles as a shuttle service, you'll always find a great deal at Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks. Come see us and discover a big city selection of trucks, cars, vans, and SUVs. Dave Kale specializes in hard-to-find trucks. Think spring. Think comfortable driving. Dave says you'll always get a warm reception at his dealership. We urge you to take the easy country drive where you'll find no hassles, minimum time at the dealership, plus our great selection of GM-certified used vehicles. Find new roads to Dave Kale Chevrolet and Chevy Trucks, routes 4 and 29 in Mechanicsburg. Visit their website, DaveKehlChevrolet.com. Call 1-800-886-1000 to get started. For over 30 years, the place to save is Dave Kale's Chevrolet. This is Clark Howard. If breaking news happens, we break in anytime. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning and welcome back to There is a Season, the show about how we change, how we age, and how we care for one another. I'm Bob Wolf, And I'm Gloria Shanahan. Thanks for joining us again today. 937-457-1290 as we talk today about the curse of loneliness, how it affects our spirit, our health, our lives, and our perception of our value. If you'd like to share your experience or thoughts, please call us at 457-1290. So in, in the opening uh, couple of segments, we talked about all the things that might be contributing to this. Did the, did the change of our economy from agrarian to industrial to service, did that do it? Uh, look how we shop nowadays, right? So much more is being done through uh, Amazon than in a retail place. You know, most uh, destination stores are going out of business and so forth, a lot right. of the retailers. So you never have to leave your house, right? Someone's going to show up. Eventually, we're going to have, um, what do they call it? The little drones dropping but, stuff right And off. that's a no joke. We yeah, are. Yeah. Yeah. So is it that? Is it technology? All this digital media? Uh, is Have our attitudes about other people changed? That we don't need them or we don't need to be around them as much? Our, certainly, we've had family fragmentation. We have separation of generations. Um, 
what what's going on with all this and how is it going to affect our health and our future relationships so the, that's kind of what we're, we're talking about today our first article was by michael Hendricks called lonely america but there's another article to point you to toward here and it's what we've used as the name of this show called the curse of modern loneliness and it's by clay routledge and it came out just this year right so, Bob, uh, you talk about do we not need to be with people? One thing I would like to comment is, as you're going to hear, we do need other people. We just are oblivious to that, you know, in this day and age. And in these politically polarized times, we are repeatedly reminded that humans are a tribal species. But it does go much deeper than that. Whether our idea of a good time is a quiet evening at home or a night out on the town, all of us must form and maintain rich interpersonal connections to survive and thrive from the basic attachment of an infant to his mother to the complex global economy social relationships are key to human success now not surprisingly a significant amount of human activity is driven by the need to belong consider the personal risk we will take and ambitions we will deny to preserve meaningful social bonds or the extent to which we will throw caution to the wind for love or the bond of brotherhood that inspires great courage under fire in the chaos of war. There is naturally a kicker to all of this. Since social connections and love are so central to the human experience, we are vulnerable to great social suffering. Anyone who has ever grieved the death of a loved one understands all too well just how much our connections to others mean to us. In fact, it's not uncommon for people to continue talking to family members after they are gone and to even experience hallucinations of them. A study of widows found that the longer they were married, the more likely they were to have visions of their deceased spouse or feel his continued presence. We may not be the only species that mourns our dead, but with the blessing of our greater consciousness comes the burden of greater social pain. Humans have a unique awareness of past and potential future social loss and harm. We're dialed into this. Even the fear of our own mortality has a distinctly social flavor. Research reveals that one major facet of death anxiety is the fear of being separated from our loved ones. Right. Most people understand the pain of loneliness, he goes on to say, but few may realize just how harmful feeling alone, isolated, or excluded can be to the health of individuals and society. Loneliness is a major risk factor for depression, suicide, and cognitive decline. Feeling alone or left out also causes existential anxiety. When asked to describe the experience of being ostracized, people tend to report that it makes them feel invisible, as if they do not even exist. Research shows that even very subtle forms of ostracism, such as not having a ball tossed to in an experimental game of catch with strangers, make life feel less meaningful. Not surprisingly, then, loneliness is a strong predictor of perceiving life as devoid of purpose. One of the things we talk about all the time on here, this notion of becoming or having, having some central purpose or meaning in your life and so forth. It's one thing to have talents. It's one thing to have your own particular history or, or a fortune or circumstance or whatever put you where you are at any decade in your life. But it's very hard to talk about those things in a vacuum. You know, right. uh, even earlier when you were talking about, you know, how complex economies work, there isn't a complex economy of hermits that I know about. You know, people people are wired to be together. Uh, and so you can see how the absence of that, the absence of that canvas to paint our lives upon, um, th there's nothing there. You know right. what I mean? How do, how do you function without that bounce back, without that feedback? More and more, researchers and healthcare professionals are viewing loneliness as a serious medical problem. As Gloria just said there, it is associated with a whole host of things, elevated blood pressure, poor sleep, and a weakened immune system. Persistent loneliness has been linked to death caused by cancer, cardiovascular disease, and other chronic conditions. When researchers combined many large data sets to examine the link between various forms of social disconnection and mortality, they found that social isolation, loneliness, and living alone increased the likelihood of death between 26 and 32% over an average seven-year period. Wow. That's shocking. It is. And loneliness often does lead to more loneliness. People who feel disconnected from others will cautiously pursue opportunities to form or restore relationships 
but they also respond in ways that make connecting with people difficult. For example, studies find that when people experience social exclusion, they are less empathetic, helpful, and generous, and more hostile and aggressive. Other studies similarly show that the lonelier people feel, the less socially competent they perceive themselves to be, and the more likely that they are to withdraw from others. In general, when people feel disconnected or lonely, they prioritize emotional safety over social opportunity. This that, ex- that, that is right there. And that That's is one. so true. Yeah. yeah, you start to pull away. This explains some of the counterintuitive research showing that social exclusion and loneliness often make people less sociable. This phenomenon has even been observed at the neurological level. Using fMRI, scientists have found that when people feel socially excluded, their brains display patterns of activity, or really inactivity, consistent with a desire to avoid further social pain. I mean, this is this is the thing that I find, like I referred to it earlier, uh, there have been some studies and research about people living in larger cities because of the competition for resources. You know, it's, what was the, the phrase? On 9-11, we were all New Yorkers. Yes, there are events that do point the species towards something much more community-oriented, something much more humanistic when there's a great tragedy. But a great deal of the time, when thrust into competition with so many people in our cities, people are much more concerned with carving out their own individual space. You see people walking around with headphones on, right. not just young people, but they're walking down the street with their their little eye device or whatever, just shut off from the world around them, yeah. right? Yeah, I recently read an article about young people, you know, um, as young as eighth graders all the way up through college years. Young people can't even work as within teams anymore because they're too focused on themselves and, and, and pushing their, their selves forward into the spotlight. The team thing is starting to disintegrate. Just read an article about that. And I, that's going to have all kinds of ramifications for the workplace and so forth. Oh, yeah. Four five seven twelve ninety. That's nine three seven four five seven twelve ninety. Anywhere in the area, if you'd like to weigh in on the topic here today, we're talking about a couple of different articles uh, on loneliness. One was called "Lonely America" by Michael Hendricks. Another one here is "The Curse of Modern Loneliness" by Clay Routledge. Came out uh, in January of this year. Now we've talked about this whole thing about technology and its impact, and the par- the paradox of modern social life. Clay Routledge says is that the more technology affords people ways to stay connected to loved ones and make new connections with others all over the globe, the more disconnected and lonely we may be becoming. We've said this many times here in this program. Americans today, compared with those of decades past, are far less likely to know by name and interact with their neighbors, right? They're far less likely to carpool yeah. or even to take public transportation to work. I, you know, let me just stop here with the, the neighbors thing. How many times do, do a lot of us wave at somebody we know lives on our street or goes by us sometime? We may wave from the front of the house or from the, the lawn or whatever. We don't ever really know their name. Eight years can go by, nine, ten years. We see even, them, but we don't know who they are. I don't even think people wave anymore. You know, you tend to just turn your head the other way so you don't have to have contact. So you don't have to engage. Or well, if you're walking down the street with somebody, you know, you're walking your dog. People just, you know, hello. They don't even stop. They just kind of. Or get off that, to their own. That reminds me years ago, I was walking someplace and I was with my niece and I said hello to somebody in another part of the country and she turned to me and she goes, Uncle Bobby, people don't do that here. You're not supposed to say hello. Oh. Like I was, you know, mm. I don't know. Uh, any, anyway, uh, so so we're talking about people uh, far less uh, interacting with their neighbors, carpooling, taking tra- public transportation, participating in civic and religious organizations. We've talked about how a lot of modern churches are, are imploding and losing membership. Uh, and they, they a lot of them don't have uh, close friends that they feel they can confide in anymore. Yeah, or people can't don't take the time to even continue on with those friendships, you know, invest in them. Uh, and it isn't just young people substituting um, <clears throat> electronic devices for real social interactions. Americans of all ages are retreating to their screens. Loneliness is often perceived as a problem specific to the elderly. Older people do have unique social vul- vulnerabilities. That's a big word. Related <laughs> to retirement, declining mobility, and death of other elderly family members and peers. But as people live longer and have fewer children, the prevalence of loneliness is expected to rise. But a whole new young generation of lonely Americans is also emerging. According to psychologist Jean Twenge, who studies age cohort trends, high school and college students today spend less time than those of past generations engaged 
in in-person social interactions with friends and they are reporting higher levels of loneliness. Which which right there now is, is another so one of true. the paradoxes because you still hear about a lot of partying, you still hear about a lot of drinking on campus and so forth. And, and while those things may still be going on, I have to wonder, well, yeah, okay, so they go to a party, they're drinking and so <laughs> forth, but what is the value of that social interaction right. as opposed to, say, being sober and doing and, something and get, else? Get, there you go. Uh, on a more constant basis that's not revolving around alcohol. It's kind of like a cookie having empty calories, going to a party with a bunch of people, just drinking and having basically empty or uh, a changed sense of you know who you really are. Is, is there any value in that? Is that really going to develop a relationship? Doubtful. Yeah, probably. Uh, I, w- I would agree with you that it's doubtful. Um, and contrary to popular belief, dis- decreased socializing among young Americans is not because they are more overwhelmed with homework or other responsibilities. Many people would actually argue they have fewer uh, responsibilities today than previous Traditionally, generations. Traditionally, that's for sure. Uh, instead, according to Gene Twenge, uh, time once allocated to real human contact is now being spent with electronic devices. And this means not just your phone. This also means all of the video games, the hours and hours that are spent on Fortnite, on other PS4 games, other platforms out there and so forth. It's, it's one of those things. It's not just young people. Sometimes this goes up into people into the 20s, 30s, even older than that, who are playing these games as opposed to doing something else. And I'm not, it's not a slam against the entertainment or the, the, the enjoyment of the game itself. It's the, it's the amount of time with that versus spending time with people. And it, it's easier to have that. It takes hard work to, to develop a friendship right. or a relationship with somebody. It's easier to have it through a screen. Sure, sure it is. Uh, the years of youth that were once considered fertile ground for forming lifelong social bonds are find, and finding a mate are increasingly being spent staring at a screen and hitting the like button, desperately hoping that others will respond in kind. It is becoming apparent that those social media can serve many positive societal functions. It is a poor substitute for a traditional social life. Right. And, and you know, Bob, we've been uh, previewing uh, teens and pornography use, right? So that's another issue. And we're going to talk about that, that we're dealing with young people nowadays. Um, you know, we're hearing and in the research would support that young people don't even have a healthy sexuality and they don't seek out maybe that type of relationship within, you know, the compounds of marriage or, you know, real relationships. Everything is on a screen. Right. People's needs are being met on a screen. Right. It's it's the, uh, I, I've used, it, we've coarsely in the past, I've used the term, it's masturbatory. Everything is about the then self and entertaining and enjoying the Getting it where thing. you can get it quick. Right. And I'm not just talking about pornography, but everything is just right. quick, me, when I want it, how I want it. And I don't want to have to work for anything that's real. So uh, <laughs> so we've got a little more to, to talk about here on the show about uh, loneliness when we come back. We're also going to take a, uh, a quick peek at some of the other important programs we've got coming up and have a couple of thoughts on what you can do to maybe help someone in your life that you know is lonely or perhaps it's yourself. All of that and we when we continue. You're listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is Larry Hanskin. For years I've been telling you that my painting days are behind me. I'll never pick up a brush again. Instead, I pick up a phone and call University Painters at 937-630-3800. That's the number you need to get a truly professional paint job. Now, while I don't paint anymore, I can remember my previous efforts and the worst, painting ceilings. I got paint all over me, in my eyes, my mouth, more on me in the floor than on the ceiling. So this time, when we had an upstairs bathroom leak, what did I do? I called Chris at University Painters, 630-3800. He came out, took one look at the problem, gave me a complete and thorough estimate, and now my ceiling looks like new. Ceilings, walls, indoors, outdoors, a professional paint job really does make a difference. Get on the schedule now and take advantage of University Painters Spring Special. 50% off all paints and materials. Call 630-3800, 50% off all paints and materials. You can also go online at universitypainters.com. When it comes to catching a big one, luck is on your side at Miami Valley Gaming. Because on May 26, you could win a brand new fishing boat or 20 grand. Now that's a catch. 
So get ready to catch the excitement and come down to Miami Valley Gaming May 26th and you could reel in a brand new boat or $20,000 cash. <laughs> See player services for complete rules. Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the Gambling Helpline at 1-800-589-9966. Welcome to Ralph's, the tire store that says Michelin. Are, are you the ones with that $70 Michelin rebate? 70 bucks? <laughs> Heck no, that's crazy talk. Somebody's got it. What's that tire store with a stupid jingle? So you want four Michelin? And 70 bucks back? Yeah. Are you sure you don't know who's got that deal? Tire discounters? Uh, what? Tire discounters. If you want four Michelin's plus a $70 rebate, you ought to go there. They're the ones with the stupid jingle. Michelin. We're here at the train heating and air conditioning testing facility to see how unstoppable their products really are. Inside this climate chamber, it's raining incredibly hard on this train AC unit. Clearly, it's hard to stop the train. Now through May 31st, bring home Unstoppable. Choose special financing for 48 months or up to a $1,000 trade-in allowance on a qualifying train system. Visit traininfo.com for complete program eligibility, dates, details, and restrictions. Subject to credit approval. Train the most reliable heating and cooling brand. Hi, I'm Terry Anderson from Brookhaven Retirement Community. We know you have many options for retirement living in the area. We would like to show you why Brookhaven is retirement living at its best. Please join us Thursday, May 31st at 10 a.m. for tours of our beautiful campus along with lunch, all complimentary. You must pre-register and there will be a limited availability. So call today to reserve your spot, 937-833-4006. Brookhaven Retirement Community. Expect to be impressed. The Powerball jackpot is up to $306 million. That's so much money, I can't say it without shouting. Am I still shouting? I'm sorry. I'm having trouble controlling the volume of my voice. Get your Powerball tickets now. You don't have to pay with cash to win cash. You can use your credit card, debit card, or smartphone to buy your favorite Ohio Lottery games. Swipe, pay, and play at Ohio Lottery self-service machines. Daily limits apply. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. If you or a loved one are a victim of a surgical or anesthesia mistake, brain injury or paralysis, birth injury, late diagnosis or cerebral palsy, or wrongful death, Elk and Elk's medical team uncovers medical mistakes. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. For today, watching off and on showers and thunderstorms at times. Severe threat not expected, but could see some heavy downpours and gusty winds. Highs for the day climbing into the upper 70s. Tonight, we will dry out, staying partly cloudy. We'll drop to the low 60s into early tomorrow morning. Then as we head through the day on Sunday, may see a round of showers or a thunderstorm before lunchtime, then staying mainly dry, partly sunny mid-80s. Storms do come back in Sunday night. I'm meteorologist McCall Vrydags on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning. Welcome back to There is a Season. I'm Bob. And I'm Gloria. Last and- I checked. Yeah, you still are. Good. Gloria, we're not doing any of that uh, gender no, kind of no, stuff. You're no. the Gloria. I'm the Bob in this program. Let's just keep it that way. Okay? The teaser, the whippersnap. No, I, I didn't go there, and, and there's no need for you to. You didn't go there because yeah. Ageism is what you're doing over there. And what you're basically saying is I'm the wiser one in the group. really has nothing so to do with today numbers we're, or we're, age. We're talking about uh, loneliness here today. <laughs> By the way, if you have any comments here, something comes up in your mind that you, you forgot uh, to ask or anything, you can always leave it with our producers and call even after the show's off, 457-1290. You can also write to us by email, bobandgloria at thereisaseasonshow.com. Bobandgloria at thereisaseasonshow.com. Uh, and our address, of course, 1611 South Main Street, Dayton, Ohio, 45402. Before we get back to our topic here, uh, some other programs coming up here in the, in the next several weeks. Great things you're going to want to uh, tune in for. We're going to talk about the college now offering less and for a lot less than you'd pay elsewhere. Also, who becomes the caregiving designate in a family? Is this role preordained? Do people know that it's going to be that person like all of their lives? How do families decide this? Who becomes the primary caregiver? Is it about geography, right? We're going to talk about the lost art of letter writing. As Gloria pointed out here, we're going to talk about teens and preteens and pornography. And we have a number of medical shows in the pipeline here about dental implants, hearing technology, diabetes, and more. So be sure to be tuning in to the only program that talks about this kind of stuff. Now, uh, as we were talking here about the, the loneliness, um, there's no there's no quick fix for this. But you and I have had a number of things that we've shared over the years about 
uh, ways to combat loneliness, ways to um, be politely intrusive into other people's lives. Uh, and one of the things, of course, is this whole thing of putting down your digital media. That's, a, that's an easy one for us to say. It's harder for a lot of people who feel like it's, you know, sewn into their hand. Uh, but giving up some time on the digital media. Put it aside. And another um, thing that always comes to my mind is get up and get out. Get out. Get out of your own self and go do for others. There's plenty of studies that show that people who do for others and get involved in service to others don't suffer from depression or loneliness. You know, get outside of yourself. We've been talking so much about self today because right. that is what we're all wrapped up in, what we have to do, what we've got on our plates. Get out and serve someone else. And uh, one brief more uh, additional point on the digital to. stuff. What was that program <laughs> you were talking about, Wait Till 8? Oh, oh, yeah. So so many public schools in the country have a new program called Wait Till Eighth. And that would be to parents to to really, really um, hone in on the whole. You don't have to give in to your kids uh, constant asking or begging for a smartphone. They're encouraging people to wait until eighth grade to hand your kids a smartphone or a device. Um, They feel that those kids um, are healthier Um, Because you become, say you give somebody one in second, third, fourth, fifth grade, right? Well, those are years that have been missed in the developmental stages in the brain on how to have a relationship, how to talk to people, how to engage. Um, So, And and ask yourself, what's the harm in waiting? Well, right. Why do kids, really until they start high school, and that's always been my, my rule, you wait until high school, you don't get a phone until then. Why not? I mean, we still do have landlines in schools if there's an emergency. And right. So the be- the benefits of these devices, obviously, people have talked a lot about all the wonderful things they might do. But guess what? We got to where we are today. We're here. We and, didn't have them when we were younger. And, and we're talking about and, a lot of these other problems that have occurred more in the last 10, 20 years with more technology. Right. And we, we continue to call them smartphones. They're not used as phones very often. They're used as smart little computers that can access anything and everything. Right. All kinds of dangers there. We've also talked about increasing intergenerational connectedness. Sometimes it can start and build around service, either service to a person or service with a person Mm -hmm. through a church, through social groups, civic groups, and so forth. And also the idea of how do you interact with somebody? People say, well, I don't know how to talk to somebody. The chat can begin and end with questions. Why? How did this happen in your life? Tell me about your friends. Mm. Don't have the, the the closed question. The open-ended question is what you're going for here. Right. Tell me about when you were growing up. What was it like when you fell in love? What did you do when you were younger? What did you do today? Tell you me about your teachers there. today. Why don't you like your teachers? Yeah, and, and, and give details. You know, not just yes, no, the, fine. The, the trick here is breaking <laughs> down those things and getting out of the laziness. I mean, that's yeah, really where a lot of this us. comes down. Right. Out of time here, unfortunately. We thank you for being with us today. Take an extra moment to stop and care for someone in your life or someone you simply encounter. Remember, dear friends, never regret growing older. It is a privilege denied to many. For my dear friend and co-host, Gloria, for our producer, Javon, and all to make the show possible, a big thank you to you all. I'm Bob Wolf, and you've been listening to There is a Season on AM 1290 and News 95.7 FM WHIO. Have a great week. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.